You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. When we say cannabis, we're talking about a species of plant. And below that, you could say there's hemp and there's marijuana. So if I say hemp and I say marijuana, just know that they're both cannabis and both of them can have an array of cannabinoids showing up. All of our products are derived from the hemp plant. And the main thing that classifies the difference between the two, the lines become very blurry, but is the hemp plant has less than 0.3% THC by weight. So marijuana is typically sold in dispensaries, state by state regulated and has higher concentrations of THC than 0.3% in the final product. And so all of our extracts come from the hemp plant and you can get the array of cannabinoid. CBD is in higher concentrations in the hemp plant when it's bred for extract like we have. And then THC is typically in higher concentration in the marijuana plant. But CBD and THC are the two cannabinoids that most people typically think of or hear about. There's over a hundred in the plant. CBD is non-intoxicating. It has more calming effects. It also has anti-inflammatory like properties. THC is the cannabinoid that's known to be what one would consider intoxicating to get you high. But at lower concentrations, it's actually really just good for the relief. In combination with CBD, that's where you actually get the best relief is a little bit of THC, with high CBD, they work synergistically. And a lot of people, I'm very careful with how I say this, but like any aches or pangs, like that's where people would go to THC more so rather than CBD because CBD works over the course of time with its anti-inflammatory like properties. That was Joseph Sheehy. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative, movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today on the podcast, I sync up with Joseph Sheehy, the CEO and founder of Cured Nutrition, Colorado's premium provider of cannabinoid, functional mushroom, and adaptogen products. We are talking about cannabis and cannabinoids and the many health benefits including microdosing THC, the key difference between hemp and marijuana, CBD and CBN, and how this all comes together with adaptogens and mushrooms in the Cured product collection. Joseph shares the power behind this incredible plant and how it can help with sleep, stress, anxiety, focus, gut health, and so much more. Thanks to the many products Cured has to offer, including oils, capsules, salves, and gummies. We also discuss where the idea for Cured began when founder Joseph Sheehy was in a very dark place and had an awakening to a lifelong struggle with depression, which inspired him to change this world through what is now Cured Nutrition. In addition, I get the scoop on the exercise and wellness fueling Joseph for success and we talk about his super cool dog, Arrow. You may have noticed I've been asking guests about there are dogs and pets. This is a new part of every Marnie on the Move conversation. P.S. Cured Nutrition has CBD pet treats that our dogs love. Prior to Cured, Joseph was a NASA contributing aerospace engineer, nationally distinguished physique competitor, and forward-thinking entrepreneur. During his seven years in a professional engineering role, he contributed to projects sitting on the surface of Mars, orbiting Jupiter, and slated to carry the next generation of astronauts to space. Joseph holds extensive experience in human optimization through the design of nutrition, training, and introspective practices. For my listeners, Cured is extending an exclusive offer of 20% off 
go to curednutrition.com slash Marnie. That's C-U-R-E-D-N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com slash M-A-R-N-I and get 20% off. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to wherever you listen to your podcasts on Apple. Click on the Marnie on the Move podcast. Scroll all the way to the bottom of the 300 episodes. Click on the five stars and then click on the tiny writing. Leave a review and tell us what you love about the podcast. Also, share this on your social channels. Tag us and we'll tag you back. Now, on to my conversation with Joseph Sheehy. Joe, it's so awesome to meet you today. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. So tell me about Cured and where the idea for this super cool company began. Yeah, thank you. So this company has been alive and in business for about five and a half years now, but this whole mission um, is much longer than that. And it really started with me 12 years ago, almost committed suicide. I had found myself coming out of a blackout I'd stepped over the guardrail of a bridge. I was looking down, coming out of the blackout and realizing that that's how far I was. I was depressed. I was wanting to escape my life and really wanting to escape myself. I had a lot of self-hatred at the time. And um, it was in the middle of the night, 2.30 a.m. on a Tuesday morning. And what what this person was doing underneath the bridge, I will never know, but this person is is my angel. And as I came out of the blackout, I was blinking and like becoming really aware of, yeah, I actually am in this much pain and I really do want to end my life. But the individual underneath the bridge said, stop. Can I, wow. can I come up there and pull you back over the guardrail? And I just burst into tears. And next thing I know, he had me over the guardrail and... The next day I, I woke up in, um, the next day laying in the hospital bed, I, I remember the doctor asking me and my parents were there. They had, they had come to the hospital to see me as I was on under 24 hour watch. The doctor asked me, he's like, we're going to run some tests. Is there anything that we're going to find in your system? And honestly, a better question was what were you not going to find at right. that time? I was drinking, doing drugs, escaping myself, escaping my pain. And, and honestly, I had no idea who I was. And so that sparked this whole mission because back then what I realized was there was a person that I wanted to be. I was pursuing an aerospace engineering degree. And then I had come into college, somebody very focused on health and fitness and playing sports and taking care of himself. So it was the person that I wanted to be in, the person that I envisioned myself being. And then there's a person that actually I was, and there was a massive dissonance between the two. There was a huge lack of integrity and that lack of integrity and the difference between the person that I wanted to be and the person that I actually was, was the thing causing so much anxiety because I didn't know what I was doing. I was making decisions out of desire to just feel connected with people, even though I didn't agree with all the decisions that were being made. So the friend group that I had at that time, they're all great people, but I made bad decisions surrounding myself with them. And so long story short, what happened was I was put on antidepressants right away. Those didn't work. I was continuing to make very poor decisions. And when I say they didn't work, I was also still drinking. So right. The combination of the two just wasn't wasn't working but i was very resistant to continuing down the western path of medication and antidepressants and um, anti-anxiety meds and benzos and uh, partially because growing up i have a very clear memory of opening up cabinets and just my mom's cabinet specifically and just seeing so many orange bottles with white lids and I was like, what? this hurts. This like hurts my heart. Like, why is this a thing? What is, and, and were they helping her? Sure. Um, and do they help a lot of people also? Yes. But it, I just thought that there was another way. And at that time, my mom saw my resistance and she actually introduced me to somebody named Dr. Andrew Weil. And Dr. Andrew Weil wrote the book, uh, Spontaneous Happiness. He wrote the, he wrote, he's written a lot right. of books, but He's very into 
um, alternative approach or really Eastern right. Eastern medicine and, and functional medicine. Um, and that sparked my whole journey. And over the course of the next four to five years, I found the physical realm in bodybuilding to also be very helpful for me. And then I got to this point where I was in my career and had started to make these changes in my own life. So I was sober for about four years. I was pursuing, you know, like the anti-inflammatory diet, all the herbs and everything that Dr. Wild talks about. And it was, it was really working for me. And cannabis was also really working for me there four or five years after almost killing myself and, and being sober. I, I started to explore cannabis um, being in Colorado. I just like, I was like, wow, this, this is really helping me in a different way than when I used to start to use it in high school. It was like, I just right. was getting high in high school. And right. so I was using it very intentionally there years later. Um, and I had started my own podcast. It was called the higher health podcast. And I had been, I had been podcasting with a bunch of other health and fitness professionals and people that were pursuing the bodybuilding world and physical transformation. And they had seen me talking about cannabis on my social media and the conversations, the podcast would always end. We would talk about their story, why they were doing what they were doing. And then after the podcast, they would start to ask me questions about cannabis. And I'd be like, why aren't we talking about this on the podcast? There was yeah. a lot of curiosity, but then of course there was this, you could call it stigma or just this narrative around cannabis that's existed for so long that was holding people back from talking openly about their use because of what are people going to think about me? Mm -hmm. Can I be a professional and use cannabis? Can I be responsible and use cannabis? Can I be an expert in something and still use cannabis? And the answer is yes, but not very many people or our world wasn't set up to actually convey that message. I think there's a lot of people like in our world of wellness that know how to use it. And I think it's still a mystery to a certain demographic, maybe a couple years, like, you know, 10, 15 years older than us that or than me that still are like, wow, I can take I can use cannabis for medical purposes. And they still don't get it. It's true. And and like what I will explain you know, maybe when we talk about the products and our approach will help really explain our, our strategy on changing that narrative. But that's what was going on. It was like, there was a lot of people interested. There was a lot yeah. of people that raised their hand saying that they used it. They didn't talk about it publicly. And I was just like, why, like, why is this? And I realized yeah. it was just a narrative and we needed to change that narrative. So my boss while I was in professional engineering, I worked for, I worked on NASA contributing projects at Lockheed Martin for almost seven years. I left that company and then the next company I was at, my boss, I just got this point where my boss was just like belittling me so much and I was getting so frustrated. <laughs> I recognized myself getting depressed again and after having gone through a very dark, dark time years and years ago, I was like, I got to make a change. Like, I know I have to make a change. I know why I'm getting depressed again. Sitting in a therapist's office one day, he goes, Joe, you're telling me you have these ideas of what it is you want to do. You've, you're telling me what you've done to change your life for over the last five years. You're also telling me that you feel trapped in this new engineering job. I'm going to give you something and you just need to give this. I'm going to give this to you, but you just need to give this to yourself. I don't know if you're going to come back as a client or not. And he turns to his desk. He pulls out this card. He writes something on it and he hands it to me. And it was a business card. It was his business card. On the back of it, it was blank. But then he wrote on there permission. He's like, Joe, you're waiting for permission from everybody in the outside world. But the only person that's going to give it to you is yourself. And I remember hugging him. And that night I quit my job. I never went back to see him. I still have that card, still sits on my desk. And since then, waking up the next day, I've been on this mission to build what is now cured. And it is, we are a functional cannabis supplement company on a mission to change the face and the narrative in the fitness and health and supplement industry as to what can actually be used and benefited from by using cannabis and other things like mushrooms and adaptogens. So 
it's almost like a traditional Chinese Chinese medicine type approach. Right. But yeah, we're we're a holistic supplement company focused on cannabis at the core and really just trying to change a narrative that's existed for far too long. I like your product mix of I know you're focusing on cannabis, but as you mentioned, you also have like traditional Chinese medicine, TCM, adaptogens, mushrooms, yep. and, a, and a mix of products that are not just around sleep or stress, but gut health and focus. And so talk to me about a little bit more about the decision behind your product mix and maybe mention or talk about some of the products that you offer because they're yeah. all they're all really complementary and it's almost like if somebody starts taking one of them, they can dial into all of them because the quality is equally really great. Yeah, yeah. And maybe ultimately that is our goal um, <laughs> secretly, but but not like with with the intention that it's very important because what I'm going to explain is we we've, we've worked to simplify and narrow down the most important aspects of health. Of course, there are some outside of this. So like, I don't want this to sound like I'm saying this is all that matters. But when when you really start to think about it, you know, you have your brain, you have your gut, and then you have like your whole body. Like you have your gut and your brain, they're connected. Your gut really matters, right? And your brain is very affected by your gut. So if we start with gut health, that's great. But every single one of us also have pursuits. We have daily pursuits. We like to use caffeine. We want to sit down. We want to have some type of output. So if we can focus on getting this brain to work as well as it can, and then be able to press the reset button if it comes to calming or stress support or really sleep at night, we tried to simplify into those three categories, like brain, gut, and whole body health. And there's several things that go into each of those, but that's where the supplement line came from. And so... We actually approached, we have a clinical herbalist that does all of our formulations for us. She's based out of Boulder, Colorado. Um, we're in Denver, Colorado. And to design our products, I basically went to her and said, these are the components of health I really want to focus on. How can we take a approach from a clinical herbalist perspective to help serve as many people as possible? And she goes, well, you know, you can use all different types of ingredients and herbs mm. to get different functions. And I said, I completely agree. And I'm also very interested in the future of cannabis as well as the future of mushrooms. I said, what if we combined all of these with adaptogens and then created them for a very specific function? So in the world of herbalism, you'll hear things be said like warming or cooling right. or wet or dry. And those are all like, ways to describe the functions of herbs. And so our clinical herbalist going after all those categories that I mentioned started to bring together functional mushrooms, adaptogenic mm -hmm. herbs, and different cannabinoids, minor cannabinoids, CBG, CBC, CBN, and also the major cannabinoids, I guess you could call them CBD and THC mm -hmm. to create functions. And so we started with sleep and then we really expanded from there. And that's how we ended up with all the products that we do have. Some have THC, some don't have THC. Depends on if the person, you know, is having to take drug tests. So they go for our THC free products. Um, right. But THC is also very beneficial in the correct amounts. So that's really a great overview. So thank you. Let's start with cannabis because I think that's for most people the most like the most mysterious like some people who are really dialed in know the difference between THC, CBD, CBN and when to take what and you know what works for them at certain times and and then let's talk about microdosing THC. Yeah. yeah, so I always start by answering this question with when we say cannabis we're talking about a species of plant. And below that, you could say there's hemp and there's marijuana. So if I say hemp and I say marijuana, just know that they're both cannabis and both of them can have an array of cannabinoids showing up. All of our products are derived from the hemp plant. And the main thing that classifies the difference between the two, it, the lines become very blurry, but is the hemp plant has less than 0.3% THC by weight. So marijuana is typically sold in dispensaries, 
state by state regulated and has higher concentrations of THC than 0.3% in the final product. And so all of our extracts come from the hemp plant and you can get the array of cannabinoids that you're mentioning. CBD is in higher concentrations in the hemp plant when it's bred for extract like we have. And then THC is typically in higher concentration in the marijuana plant. But CBD and THC are the two cannabinoids that most people typically think of or hear about. There's over a hundred in the plant. CBD is non-intoxicating. It has more calming effects. It also has anti-inflammatory like properties. THC is the cannabinoid that's known to be what one would consider intoxicating to get you high, but at lower concentrations, it's actually really just good for the relief in combination with CBD. That's where you actually get the best relief is a little bit of THC with high CBD. They work synergistically. And a lot of people, I'm very careful with how I say this, but like any aches or pangs, like that's where people would go to THC more so rather than CBD because CBD works over the course of time with its anti-inflammatory like properties. So when you think about the two, some people will go to CBD and they won't see it work right away, but they haven't used it for long enough to actually get the effects. It does have calming properties. So some people can notice the effects from a calming perspective right away. But you also mentioned CBN. CBN is more of a sedating cannabinoid. It would be classified as a minor cannabinoid, just shows up in lower concentrations. CBG, people are looking at that for actually a little bit more stimulating type effects. CBC, and then you could go CBDA. There's literally almost a hundred cannabinoids known right now, and they all have kind of different effects when isolated, you see those effects very differently. If I, but if I just started with CBD, THC, and CBN, think CBD calming, THC relief at high concentrations, and it's intoxicating, and then CBN more sedating used more so for sleep. Think like the effect of if you laid underneath a weighted blanket, the way your body feels, that's kind of how CBN makes you feel. Okay. So you're going to fall asleep. It's great for that. And then in terms of THC, it will also help you fall asleep, but it's also sports act relief or more like mental or both. Yeah, it can be both. The problem with THC and so... Well, let's talk about microdose THC because that's where that's where we're most excited because typically what happens is some people have used marijuana and they really enjoy it. They like THC at high concentrations. Then other people will use marijuana. They'll have like an edible and they'll be like, this is way too much. I got anxious. I never want to do that again. I actually accidentally did, took <laughs> Delta 8 and my entire apartment was covered in glitter and I felt like I was sinking into the ground. Like I've, I've done a lot of things. (laughs) Recreational drugs hasn't been one of them and there's a reason, but I definitely had never experienced like anything like that before. I thought I took mushrooms. Like I thought I was hallucinating. It was crazy. I've never, I mean, that's like a totally different category. Delta eight is so Delta eight and you'll also hear Delta 10. Those are synthetic cannabinoids. Mm. And so it's not the naturally occurring cannabinoid in the plant. And it gives you effects like similar to what you just said, where you're actually not getting what you're really looking for at the right concentration. (laughs) Yeah. At the right concentration, it may be helpful for some people, but at the end of the day, like we're not looking to go for synthetic cannabinoids. We were taking a holistic approach. So I say THC, I'm talking Delta 9, the naturally occurring yeah. cannabinoid, tetrahydrocannabinol in the cannabis plant. And so typically, you know, a five milligram edible or a 10 milligram edible is typically what you'll see if you buy it from a dispensary. That's too much for a lot of people. And yeah. people don't come back to it ever because they go, that made me really anxious. I didn't get what I was looking for. I don't want to experience that ever again. But if you talk like, 0.8 milligrams or 0.7 milligrams mm-hmm. or a milligram with like 15 milligrams of CBD or some of the other ingredients that we include like ashwagandha, reishi, um, L-theanine in our microdose THC gummies. 
that is like the best dose you could ever take because you feel the calming effects. You feel the relieving effects. Your body just feels light, but you don't get this overwhelming high effect. And that's like, that's why I was leading up to this saying like, that's what our mission is about. It's not about getting high. It's about recognizing that this plant's very powerful. It should be treated with reverence. If you want to get high from it at high concentrations, THC is definitely going to get you high. And if you're very intentional with it at low doses, you almost get the effect of maybe you've tried some of the like non-alcoholic elixirs that are supposed to make you feel euphoric. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've tried like, like can euphorics or like some of those drinks that are out there these days, there's a huge movement towards sober curious and sobriety. Yes. Yes. And this, this is the, this is the realm for people to explore is microdose THC. It's not going to get you that high overwhelming effect that so many people are afraid of and actually really don't like. And I've come to not like either which is crazy because when I started this company, I smoked cannabis almost every day at the time. And I was like, yeah, this is what it's all about. It's like, I'm going to change the narrative. And then I realized I was like, once we created microdose THC products, I actually stopped smoking. Mm. And over the course of the last year and a half, really, since we released those microdose THC gummies, I don't smoke at all. And I have realized I feel and think and operate so much better so it's just about like, it's the, the dose is it's, it's very dose dependent and at low dosages, people will completely change their perspective on cannabis. And so we really started with just CBD, but we've moved into the realm of like, we wanted to open up the door in the conversation to the whole plant because THC really can help a lot of people if it's used intentionally at the right concentrations. All right, just jumping in here to give a shout out to today's sponsors, Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is my go to for staying on the inside track of my health and wellness. Created by experts from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT, Inside Tracker uses the power of your body's key biomarkers, fitness data, and DNA, and DNA to reveal what you need to live healthier longer. You'll receive specific nutrition, exercise, supplement, and lifestyle recommendations providing insight that goes well beyond what you can get from generic blood work. I started using Inside Tracker in 2019 and it has been a real game changer for my health and athletic performance. Since May is Women's Health Month, Inside Tracker is unveiling an upgraded ultimate plan that includes three new hormone biomarkers that are critical to measure during a woman's reproductive and menopausal years. The new ultimate plan includes estradiol, progesterone, and TSH. And because it's Women's Health Month, Inside Tracker is not charging for these three hormone markers in May. For a limited time, Marnie on the Move listeners can get 20% off Inside Tracker's new ultimate plan. With Inside Tracker, discovering what your body needs is no longer a guessing game. Visit insidetracker.com slash Marnie on the Move. That's insidetracker.com slash Marnie on the Move. Shout out to our partners, Revitin. Revitin is my go-to when it comes to toothpaste and oral health. I have been using it for years. Revitin is a prebiotic toothpaste that is an all-natural, vitamin and mineral-rich formulation that gently cleanses, whitens teeth, and freshens breath while helping to restore gums and reduce harmful plaque. It's free of SLS, synthetic detergents, or additives, and contains no harsh chemicals, fluoride, artificial colors, sweeteners, or dyes. Created by biologic dentist Dr. Jerry Curatola, Revitin fosters a balanced oral environment with beneficial microorganisms that optimize nutrient absorption and act as the body's first line of defense. The oral microbiome is the gateway to optimal full body health. So make sure you take care of it with a great toothpaste that does not have fluoride or harmful chemicals. Get started now with Revitin Prebiotic Toothpaste. Use our code MARNIE15 at Revitin.com to jumpstart your health. That's M-A-R-N-I-1515 at Revitin, R-E-V-I-T-I-N.com. Now, back to our conversation. So you offer tips and advice if people have a lot of questions about the products you do. Yeah, absolutely. And so like with our products, 
50% of them are THC free. So there won't be any THC in them because, you know, anybody in, um, the medical professional or a nurse or in there, if they're, they're a firefighter or like my dad, my dad's an airline pilot or was an airline pilot. And so we always want to serve those people. And that's where more of like just CBD plus other functional mushrooms and adaptogens really come in to get the effects that we're looking for. But, but we've really established ourselves as like an education platform that through our podcast, through our blog, through our YouTube videos, wants to answer any question anybody has because of exactly what I've said before is people have had a negative experience with this world or an experience where it just didn't work for them at all. And I think that's a huge disservice to people that could potentially see relief from something as an alternative to taking the institutionalized medicine route. Like that's what we want to be viewed as, is the alternative. You also have a variety of delivery systems. Yeah. So one thing to note is cannabinoids are fat soluble. Mm -hmm. So delivery system and method really does matter. Of course, the quickest method is to smoke or inhale something, but we don't we don't explore that realm. And as I've said, I've also stepped away from that realm as well. Not that it's 100% bad. You just have to be really careful, especially in the vape world. There's some nasty stuff out there. So we have, this is kind of how I break it down. It's like we have oils that come in tinctures. So you put them sublingual. We have capsules that you ingest the whole capsule. And then of course, gummies, which are more of an edible. And you really start digesting that in the mouth because you're you're chewing it. The most concentrated delivery is through a capsule because you're taking the capsule, you're swallowing it, and then as the capsule starts to disintegrate, you're really processing it through your gut and then through your liver. If you do it sublingually, like you shake, you take the dropper and you put it underneath your tongue, I have personally noticed that there's a quicker onset time that like in 15 to like 30 minutes, I actually feel the effects quicker. But what I've noticed is that I actually have to take more to get the same effect when I do it sublingually because not all of it's actually absorbing underneath your tongue and going straight into your blood system. Some of it you're swallowing, it's getting diluted, you have all the saliva and everything else that's contributing to it coming through your digestive tract, whereas the capsule goes all the way into your digestive tract. The gummies have a similar onset time to the capsules, I'll notice between like 60 to 90 minutes, sometimes quicker. Sometimes if you take it before a meal, you took it like 20 minutes before a meal, then you eat the meal. As you start digesting the meal, you'll actually feel the onset. Um, Sometimes you'll take it further away from taking a meal. You won't feel the effects. And then you'll take them, you'll eat a meal like an hour and a half later, and then you'll actually start to feel the effects. So it really depends. And I, I said, I led with the cannabinoids are fat soluble because you actually can take any of the products, especially the capsules with like a healthy fat, like a MCT oil or an avocado or something like that. And you'll actually notice that the body actually has a greater, it seems to have a greater absorption. It seems to be more efficacious when it's paired with a healthy fat. But so the main difference, like underneath the tongue seems to be quicker onset, but doesn't seem to be as potent or as concentrated capsule or gummy seems to have a greater concentration, greater effect, but the onset time is longer, like 60 to 90 minutes. I like that you <laughs> have on your packaging. I love that you have the time frame and like what to expect, like how long it's going to take to work, because I think so many people will like take different things and say, oh, it's not working. And then all of a sudden it starts working. Or take more, <laughs> take too much. Be like, oh, taking it And then whoops. you're like, oh God, here yeah. we go. That's one thing that I noticed. I mean, outside of the mix of products and supplements that you offer, I also really like the packaging and how you kind of describe you know, what to expect and when. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's a new, it's a new world and it can be done incorrectly. So what's actually happened in the beginning of the CBD specific space was like, you could sell a plastic bottle with nothing in it, but if it said CBD on it, people are like, oh, I'm going to buy it. Cause it's, I've heard CBD 
works or whatever, you've heard something. And what actually happened was there was a lot of companies that were doing a massive disservice, not only to the customers, but to the industry as a whole, because they were cutting corners and somebody would hear the, the, be like, Oh, like this could, this could, this could work for me. They go and try it. They get a less than high quality product doesn't work for them. And then they go, they say it's BS or they don't believe in it. And then they never come back to it. So there's a lot of companies that saw this, like, let's make some quick, quick cash that played a massive disservice. So we were there, like we were in the world when that was happening and it was very frustrating. Most of those companies are gone now, uh, thankfully, but you still have to be very careful. And like part of me saying that is just like, you have to instruct and hold our, our customers are coming to us asking for help. And if we're not giving that help, we're not serving our customer. We're not building a company that actually is doing what it's supposed to do, which is impact and serve people. That's why we exist. Like <laughs> there are some months we make no money. Like, you know, like we make a, uh, hundreds of grand or mil millions, we spend millions. And like, it's like, you know, like that's how a company works. But at the end of the day, what's the heart and soul of the company? Do the customers feel it? Do they feel supported? Because that's actually what creates change in this world. And that's actually what allows more people to look at holistic alternatives or anything and be like, okay, I want to explore it because there's heart and soul behind it. I think that makes such a huge difference in the products, the culture of the company and the mission behind the brand. I also think another really important thing to remember is that everybody's different. So you have to try something a few times to see how it works for you. And not everything is going to work for you. But you know, you have to explore and try different things. My partner and I had a different experience taking them. Like she needed more and I was out. In the same way that like vitamin D, some people need more, some people need less. We're all different. Yeah. yeah. Important thing to kind of know when you're taking any kind of, you know, adaptogen or, you know, cannabinoid or cannabis or any of these products, it's like you have to, it's not a drug like traditional medicine where mm -hmm. it's going to like work, boom, immediately. Yeah, it's like, oh, you weigh this much and like you do exactly this much. It just doesn't work that way. So I feel like people need to kind of understand that. And then I love that you have combined a lot of your products with adaptogens and mushrooms. Your gut health product is really great. So talk to me yeah. about some of those ingredients that you're using and how they're working. Yeah, so you're speaking specifically to Aura which is our gut health product. And that product, really the gut lining, if it's inflamed, can have so many, that can have so many negative effects on your overall health. So what we really wanted to do was two things with that product. We wanted to be able to support the gut lining. We, we always say heal, seal, and protect your gut. Like that's the, the, strategy or design of aura is supposed to do that, but it does really two things. It helps the gut lining so that it's correctly absorbing nutrients while also not potentially having inflammation that could cause something like leaky gut or something like that. But then also in the adaptogens and, and then specifically the mushrooms, turkey tail and chaga, those have prebiotics versus probiotics. So prebiotics help they're like the precursor to the building of the gut microbiome. And so we wanted to help create a healthy gut microbiome while also protecting the gut lining. And so the combination of adaptogens, grapefruit, turmeric in there, along with the turkey tail and the chaga, and there's zinc in there as well. Um, and then of course, CBD, the CBD also has those anti-inflammatory effects. All of those together are really looking to do those two things is like protect the gut lining, really support the overall health and resiliency of the gut, but then also develop a healthy gut microbiome so that so many people that work so hard on their nutrition aren't actually getting the full benefits of the work that it goes into do all that for their nutrition because their microbiome hasn't been set up or their gut hasn't been set up to properly absorb the nutrients. So that was our, that was our approach with aura. And so the, the adaptogens in combination with the CBD really help 
with the anti-inflammatory properties. And then the yeah. mushrooms in aura more so are setting up the, the microbiome. So the turkey tail and the chaga are great for your gut. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's yep. great. Yeah. Immune support. So they have the prebiotics, but they're also heavily just known for immune support. But when you say immune support, your immune system starts in your gut. So that's really, and also zinc as well. Zinc is in there as well. So yeah, they're like, yeah, there's like a lot of immune boosting elements in there. Yeah. You could, we, we at one point were joking we were like, we're just creating super supplements and like, I'm not going to be like, try to toot our own horn, but like every single product that was designed by our herbalist took over a year to develop. So it's not like, just like pull these ingredients together and see if like it sells. It's like, okay what are the contraindications? How do these herbs work together with these mushrooms? How would these work together with anything else that people are doing? And then like to wrap the whole thing up with a bow, just like you were saying before you asked about gut health, every single person is different and it all comes down to like lifestyle factors too. So when a customer purchases from us, we have this flow that they receive that's like, hey, this is how to use the product. Hey, these are things that you should also be doing to support your sleep. Like turn the blue light off, like focus on the temperature, do the things that are like minimum cost or zero cost right. things. And also use our supplement because we're not, we're not going to sit here and say like, just use our supplements and everything will be good. It's a whole lifestyle and supplements are supplemental to lifestyle habits and routines. Like we'll always lead with that. I think a lot of people don't even know what's going on in their gut and they think that like there's something else wrong and it really is like either leaky gut or, you know, something's yep. going on in your gut. I mean, there and there's tests out there now. Like I've done a microbiome test. It was eye-opening to see what was going on in my gut and I'm really healthy. So yeah. And sometimes, you know, you can be taking supplements and if something's going on in your gut that's off, they're not going to get absorbed necessarily. So right. If you yeah. have that issue, one of my issues was I, I was taking vitamin D and I didn't see it being absorbed into my system. And I was just so frustrated. And I realized that I had something off in my microbiome. Yeah. It's so interesting. And like, I don't, I won't get off on a full tangent, but like my wife did this genetic testing, this like full 50 page report on genetic testing. And like, we all respond differently to different foods just right. like we respond differently to different supplements. So like, you know, you got to do some, unfortunately you have to do some self exploration and I be very clear on like, what did I do yesterday? Why am I feeling this today? What did I do a couple hours ago? Just like there's so much intention and it's important to understand all of that when it comes to just taking our health into our own hands. It's like, it's a lot of work and it's a journey and there's no one size fits all. And also no supplement company is going to have the product that just like works just 100% by itself. And you can still have unhealthy lifestyle habits. Like it doesn't work. Yeah. that And that gets me to like the sports part of this conversation because so many people are doing all this great exercise and Ironman races and marathons and, you know, bodybuilding. And they're just like not holding up the other side of what they need to be doing, which is like nutrition and health and doing things that you can't just do one thing and not all of it. I mean, you can, but you can only get by for so long. If you're not sleeping, you're not going to get very far. And so that's like really where we focused was like sleep, pressing that whole body reset. And then the nutrition, like moving your body is actually what I've learned is that because I kind of have gone through the whole journey myself, like running and then bodybuilding. And then like now... (laughs) as an entrepreneur, probably just too stressed sometimes. So just have to use my (laughs) own products quite a bit, (laughs) but that's the holistic approach. Like you have to look at all the factors. So it's not just movement, like you're saying. So you're not bodybuilding anymore. I, so this is how I train. We actually have a gym at our facility and I just trained a couple hours ago. I will do bodybuilding type lifts about three days a week. I walk every morning and then I do more like my friends, they run a company called Phase Six Fitness, and it's not called Animal Flow. If I told them it was Animal Flow, they'd be <laughs> pissed at me. But if you look up Animal Flow and you look up like functional, almost kettlebell type training, mm-hmm. I do that two to three days a week, depending on if I lift three days. So I have a variety of ways of moving. But what happened was at one point in bodybuilding, 
I went to go golf. I went to go swing a golf club and I couldn't swing the golf club. And I was like, this is a serious problem. Like yeah. I thought that this was like the path where like, Oh, like this is the path, like this is health. And, uh, it, we just have to have an open mind and be continually like seeing and tuning in with our own body because some people just, you know, do heavy resistance training five days a week, seven days a week. And it supports them. But for me, it's, I have like a hybrid approach. Walking is my non-negotiable, honestly, of right. all things. Yeah. Does it help you like focus at work and just, does it sort of like empower you for success in everything you do? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We have a Belgian Malinois and he's crazy and I love him so much and he needs a lot of <laughs> attention and training. So I walk him every morning and I really like stack his training with getting sunlight in the morning and like just that being like the first thing that I do every day that has been just so transformative for my overall health and I do really good thinking when I'm walking no music no podcast just like the sounds of nature and like my little baby arrow and is that your dog's name the arrow yeah I, I have a I have a daughter her name's ember but arrow and ember my baby's like, that's like, that's, they're everything to me. And so, yeah. Are they best friends? How old is your daughter? Yeah, she's two. And Arrow's almost one. So they're best pandemic friends. pandemic dog. Yep. Yeah, he is. So he is, so I don't, I'm not sure how familiar you are with Belgians, but they're typically like police dogs or bomb sniffing dogs they or protection like dogs. shepherds, right? They look like German shepherds. They're a little bit leaner, way more yeah. agile, super quick. And you, if you train them correctly, they will do almost anything, which is really cool. And they, they're kind of aggressive, like they can be aggressive, but with my daughter, he is so soft and so loving with her and she'll like sit on him and like act like he's the horse. And he just lays there and looks at mom and my wife and I and like, he's like, I love her. I'll take it, but I won't take it from you guys or I won't take it from anybody else. Um, so That's yeah. So cute. Yeah. What are you feeding your dog? Do you have a certain food that you like? Is yeah, he's he's on a what's it, Stella and Chewy's raw, like those raw patty diets. Mm -hmm. We were doing farmer's dog for a while, but what I realized is his breed and breeds similar to him need higher protein concentrations, like upwards right. of like 80% of their diet. And farmer's dog was actually a lot lower than that. I didn't yeah. know that. Um and like to each their own. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but right. Some dogs um, don't need that much protein. Exactly. And so, but we, he eats so much. We were spending like $600 a month on his food. <laughs> we're like, dude, we can't do this. <laughs> so we, and we figured out the protein thing. We went to Stella and Chewy's and now it's like $400 a month. It's still pretty expensive yeah. because he's eating so much, but he's on a raw diet and he loves it. He yeah. eats it like crazy. It's, he has great energy. He's young, but we've had dogs prior to him. This is actually really sad. We had two dogs passed away in a, the span of a year, one from a heart attack and another got pneumonia from seizures. He had a brain tumor. He was having seizures. He got aspirational pneumonia oh because he inhaled his saliva when he was having seizures. And then the pneumonia ended up killing him. He was only three years old. It was oh God, heartbreaking. Um, and our other one passed away from a heart attack, six years old. So like we with, and we were feeding both of them raw diets towards the end of their life, but now we're just like, I mean, it's just like the human thing, like what you put into your body, just like, yeah. <laughs> they're just like us, like what you put into them really, really matters. So, and they're like, we're obsessed with dogs. So, yeah. And so, and so you're taking your dog, how many miles? It's a big dog. You need, he needs a lot of exercise, right? Like well, how many miles a day do you have to walk? Yeah. Him? So I do a half hour, I do a half hour in the morning and then my wife always walks later in the day with our daughter and they'll typically go to the park then. So he'll be more like playing with the ball then, but more yeah. with me, it's like walking and training. He probably with when my wife walks with our daughter, uh, it's definitely a slower pace. And then, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe two miles a day, maybe three yeah. miles a day. It's probably like closer to three miles a day. I haven't, we haven't actually haven't weighed him recently, but he's, he's almost a year and uh, he just has so much energy. It's insane. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, 
in terms of training, are you training your dog or do you have a trainer? We, so my neighbor is actually a policeman and he is, he connected us with the canine unit trainer. And so we go see the canine unit trainer like once or twice a month. And then the canine unit trainer trains me. (laughs) He goes, he goes, I look forward to training your dog, but more so you. And I was like, that's funny because I probably, that's right. Like I need the training on how to train him. And then like, you know, we do it every morning. Like I do some off leash. I, he's, he's really good at just like staying right by my side. So I'll do off leash and like, I'll stop. He'll sit. I'll say, if he doesn't like sit next to me and face forward correctly, I'll Mm -hmm. say fix and I'll do a circle and he'll come back and he'll sit next to me. I can point to a rock and he'll go run and jump on the rock and sit. I'll say, go to your place or go to place. Um, it's so cool. And he loves it. He like, he wants that. that. He feeds off of that. Um, so I love that this is part of your podcast. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, and so I've been giving my dogs CBD because I have, so I have a schnauzer who is like a type A terrier. So he feeds off the energy. So if I'm like having a day where I'm just like, you know, bouncing from call to call and running around and I'm always squeezing in a workout of some sort, you know, he feels that energy and then he becomes like also a little frantic and he wants to eat more often than usual or he wants to go out for a walk or he's just super chatty and whining and at night he still continues like he has a game where he we're all relaxing on the couch and he comes whines pretends he can't jump on the couch but he can and then runs into the kitchen when you stand up and it's like you know every 15 minutes (laughs) I finally was like maybe he's having anxiety like let's try the CBD was like knocked out I felt so bad but I was like thank god he wanted yeah. that. He wanted yeah. to actually relax. He just couldn't get to that point. It works yeah. really well. And like my sister, you know, some people ask, can you overdose? My sister's dog actually drank a whole bottle of CBD. And while it was a full spectrum product, there was some THC in there. So too much THC can be toxic for dogs, but <laughs> he drank the whole bottle and he just slept the whole day and he was really happy the next day. And so the worst thing that will happen is you'll end up on the couch sleeping. We actually do have dog treats already. We just don't promote them very openly because we're specifically a human company. So we have, it's called Calm Paw. And then those treats, those have four milligrams per treat. Um, and they're in like a little heart shape. And there's only a couple ingredients. It's uh, organic molasses, oats, and then the MCT oil and then the, the extract. So they're very simple, very healthy. I think it's great for dogs. I mean, it's been great yeah. for us, for our dogs. And in yeah. terms of cured and all the different products that you have because you I mean it's not just the supplements that we talked about right that you have a drink yeah that drink is so the rise product I I I mentioned we have a brain product it's it's a nootropic it's called rise but the drink is actually a similar formulation to rise just in a can people love those products they have lion's mane and cordyceps in them and then who's peria serrata huperzine a actually and that's a nootropic. So when we say nootropic, think brain energy versus body energy. And yeah. so that drink is actually meant to be a replacement for caffeine. When people drink caffeine midday, they still have caffeine in their system when they're trying to go to bed. The quarter life is like eight hours. And while I'm somebody who does drink coffee every single day, I love the taste. I love the ritual. I combine it with MCT oil and a little bit of protein and some butter. Like that's my thing. So I'm never going to get rid of caffeine in the morning and coffee, but it can hinder your ability to fall asleep if you're taking it midday. So that's why we created both of those products, Rise and the drinks was so that you could replace one, you could have the focus and mental clarity midday, but also replace caffeine so that you can also benefit from the effects of it not being in your system later in the day and then that ultimately helps you fall asleep. If, 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 if you were doing one thing, it's take care of your sleep. Like that's the most important thing. If I don't exercise in a day, I will not fall asleep. I'm like the energizer bunny from the time I wake <laughs> up until I go to bed. <laughs> so CBD has been super helpful and also changing my like sleep routine. So I'm like more relaxed and not sitting watching TV before I go to bed or even yeah. reading. I just need to like... Yeah shut down. 
Talk to me a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, so it's called The Cured Collective, and it's meant, one, first and foremost, to be an education platform for you to come and learn more about the company and the products and the intentionality that goes behind all the products. We've had our herbalists on. We've had several other experts in the space on. And then we also have our partners that represent the company come onto the platform and share their story. We have a bunch of people throughout the wellness space, throughout the personal development space, throughout the spiritual space that represent our company, and they all have incredible stories. And so we named it the Cured Collective because it's a collective of humans on a mission together to help affect change. And we wanted to share those stories. So it's kind of two parts. It's like educational on why we do what we do and how we create our products and, and all the intention that goes behind them. And then also like, who is behind this brand and who right. are you, you know, who are you, who are you buying a product from? And right. that goes a really long way. Like, I think that's something that we really want to know as people is like, my mentor says this, it's like in a high tech world, we need to be high touch. Yeah. We need to like have this like personal touch, this personal interaction because technology is not slowing down anytime. So for us, we always think about, we think about how do we create more of that human to human interaction and us as a brand, not a lot of brands that you and I kind of talked about in the beginning or before the podcast and not a lot of brands have podcasts. So we wanted to create one that um, helps support our mission. And uh, yeah, so it's called the cure collective. I appreciate you asking about that. Yeah. I mean, it's great because I think as much as, you know, we talk about products, you know, people need like real experience of how other people yeah. are using them and to kind of connect as an athlete, this is how I use it. it recovery yeah. is paramount for me when I'm doing, you know, I'm always training five, six days a week. And I know a lot of my listeners are runners or triathletes, cyclists, and you know, it's game changing because if you are not recovering and that does not always mean just sleeping, you know, it's going to make a difference in your performance and your workout the next day. And eventually you're overtrained and then it's over. So yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't over. It's literally like, if you're not recovering, you're not, you're not, you literally, that is where you grow. That is where your muscles repair themselves. It's so important. And then is your YouTube channel part of the podcast as well? Yeah. The, the podcast and clips are shared on there. You'll see a lot of our guests on there, like on the shorts and stuff. And then we, we, we have a section where you can see a lot of the frequently asked questions about THC versus CBD or about how do I take these products together? So you can check us out, Cure Nutrition on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> I also really love your blog. Yeah. The blog, we have a lot of blogs. We've done a, one blog a week for almost the entire time we've had the company. So that's 50 times five, 250. We don't have 250, but we probably have 150 to 200 blogs. Is that, was that, are you behind that? Like, I know you're the founder and CEO, but you know, is that something that you're just passionate about? Like, obviously it's education, but it's, it's also content from a business perspective as well. Yeah. I don't write the blogs. We have a, well, my wife contributed to it for a very long time. We've had guest writers come in, but they're all research-backed and research-based articles. Yeah. Um, so you'll always see the links to the research. You'll always see the links to the research on our Instagram. And that I was just like, we knew that for us to change the narrative, we had to first and foremost educate and then teach people everything that they needed to know to build the confidence to buy the products from us because the products right. do work, but without that full loop of education and support, I just didn't feel like we were doing the due diligence to help support people to get better and, and be healthy. Yeah. It's very one dimensional if you don't have content and, and if yeah. you're not connecting people with your brand and representing it on a bigger level than just selling products. So, um, well, this has been super awesome. I'm, I'm very psyched to discover your brand. Yeah. So are we. We look forward to supporting each other's missions. And, and thank you for having me on the podcast. This was great. Thank you so much for your time. And it was such yeah, a pleasure you, speaking Marnie. with you, Joe. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. 
head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarnieOnTheMove1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out.